1: Natch episode 112, Man, Chill Gorillas.
2: I'm at the discotheque in
1: Berlin. Yeah, you remember that uh, video that memed real hard back Very. before the word meme existed of the Techno Viking? No. You've never seen that video? No. Oh, my God. A life half-lived. Should we pause? You can look it up. Just look up Techno Viking. I feel like That's it's that was similar That Berlin. Music. Techno Viking. You've never seen this guy?
2: Internet phenomenon being based on a video from the 2000 Fuck Parade in Berlin, Germany.
1: I didn't realize it was from the Fuck Parade. It's an adults-only podcast. Here
2: we go. Video. Should I watch the video? It's four just, minutes. Is it watch, be- this,
1: watch part of it. He just marches through the streets. I think at the beginning, though, he like... He like gets in a fight, or like there's some dude harsh and some lady's mellow, and he yep pushes the dude away, and then he just starts marching. Right. This
2: is just a lady right now.
1: We'll get to the good stuff soon. Two million views. Maybe this is the director's cut. It says full. <laughs> Here. Is the Viking in there yet? But that's no. the best part is where he comes to the rescue.
2: Well, how long is it gonna take? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Food news eventually,
2: <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, yeah. Here's a guy harsh. And, oh, here's the techno viking. No, man. Hey, man. Oh, he just gives him, he'll, he's holding his hand, he's not letting him go. But watch, he's gonna start m- dancing soon. It's amazing. Oh, oh, he's like, get out of here. Oh, oh, he got him out of there. Yeah, good job, techno viking. He's not dancing.
1: Oh, oh. Is he getting ready to? He's harsh at
2: him still. He's like, keep going. You keep going. Yeah. Guy's, out of, guy, guy's out of frame, but the Viking
1: is, the eyes are piercing. The oh. intensity's there. He's a Viking. And he's he's a Norseman. He's walking. Oh, they're marching. Yeah. And then he starts doing just some march dancing. And it,
2: this looks like somebody just handed him a water bottle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's thirsty. There's nothing skinhead about this, is there? Not that I recall. It's just him marching. I think, oh, oh, I think the oh. rest of the video is just oh, him walking yeah. and dancing. Yeah, there we go. And it becomes this like Scorsesean tracking shot. Just follows yeah. him through the parade. Oh, he's moving it
2: now. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Hot damn. Nicely done, Techno Viking. All Man, right,
1: I No, now I can't stop. I know. And see, now you're ready to take part in 2017. I can't believe can you missed out go? on Techno Viking. Ooh, oh. Pretty good move. Very Berlin. Is, is he, is he, 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 in could, Berlin? he dance to Berlin? He could dance to Hasty Pasty. Is that what I said? That this was happened in Berlin. You said the fuck parade. The fuck parade in Berlin, Berlin, Germany. So many listeners in Berlin. I 9 Berliner. What? Shit, that's embarrassing. You know what I? You know what I watched when I was flying home from spring break on the airplane? You know, you get you download the United app and you can watch free movies. And it's just like, it's a real random assortment of movies. They got some new releases and then they just have random things like The Pianist. <laughs> I watched The Pianist on an airplane. Have you seen that movie? It's been a while. My God. Adrian Brody. Brutal. Brutal. In the rubble. Well, that's at the end, the beginning part where they, where his family first gets moved into the ghetto and then situation deteriorates. People are like dead in the streets. I mean, it is pretty unreal. Don't, we don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to go there. Well, berlin
2: Um, what
1: okay um <clears throat> say that first word simane oh samane
2: see when you said that i knew it was fucking wrong i knew it fine you didn't know, what, the didn't right know word what it was but i know what it was i didn't know what
1: it was yeah. i know now what is it chimani chimani <laughs> That sounds like an italian cim- dish cimane? what did you say simane I, th- I said simane correct it does not sound we're accurate. not above
2: making the corrections when the corrections are due mm, corrections department
1: they are warranted there it is all right take us take us through some some bites mark
2: i'm gonna give you some bites welcome back
1: oh natch oh. episode 112 chill oh, yeah. gorillas text the Soundhawk.
2: 112
1: whisper in your lover's ear oh text the Soundhawk. 303-548-6877
2: oh 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 oh, oh shit more citrus peels in the wastewater. This is a special one just for a shaggy brownie. All right. A resident shit,
3: shit expert. plant
2: expert in the greater environs of Colorado, Denver, metro. And I thought this would this would get you going on your shower. He's like, he's like the Fabio of feces. What do you think of that? Pretty good. Um, shower, shower oranges. I going to bring that back for you. Oh, good. That was a hit on Reddit. A whopping 3.8- <laughs> Jeez, what are you doing <laughs> Reddit a whopping 3.8 million thanks for listening Redditors yeah we love you we do seem to have a big influx of Redditors lately good That's job fine with me yep you're welcome here marketing maven a lot coming out of the working pre- his magic on Reddit the prepper Reddit the vegetarian Reddit yep and the Costco Reddit the Costco Reddit <laughs> they must have heard about 4G go back listen to that episode
1: episode what a, 110 what a delight what a delight a lot of fun more in, in the field. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna try and bring you some more field reporting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're still working on more guests. Our in our favorite, one of our favorites.
2: Yeah, is he our favorite? I don't know. Right up there. Neil's pretty he's baked Neil, himself Neil into the DNA of this show, the vibe, yes. even though he's rarely here or in the news. He uh he's coming into town and I was like, Man, we took Greg to Costco. Where could we take Neil? You know what I want to ask Neil about?
1: I've seen this uh, it's Maybe we just
2: take him to the ice cream case at a Whole Foods. But he's not going to talk yeah. shit about his competitors. That's. But funny. you know
1: what's like memeing really hard right now with the kids. Techno. Uh, no, I see these videos all the time on Instagram, and it's like it looks like a different way of making ice cream. I forget, and it's it's like this big frozen slab of metal, and they just pour milk on it, and then they throw in fruit, and they just start chopping and scraping. Oh yeah. And then they spread it real thin in a layer, and then they use like a a blade almost to, to roll it into these little tubes. I forget what that kind of ice cream is called, but I, there's a new one where someone, they throw some like a milkshake on there and then they throw throw a fistful of french fries and then they throw a hamburger, like a cheeseburger on there and just chop it until it's completely Ugh. liquefied basically and are just spreading around. So they made a, a cheeseburger ice cream roll.
2: Oh, but then they put some cream in there and made it a...
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'm just wondering if Neil...
2: Neil, what is that called? Thank that. you very much. Three zero three five four eight six eight seven seven. A whopping 3.8 million tons of citrus peels go to waste each year. 3.8 million tons? Yep. That's the elephant in the room. This is annoying for processors who have to figure out some way to dispose of them and disheartening for us as lovers of all weird ways to repurpose food waste.
1: What? What? Well, they're lucky in that we are part of that contingent, but that seems like a very sweeping statement to make. But a group of Spanish researchers have come up with a new
2: use for this so-called waste as a material in wastewater treatment facilities that can filter out bad metals and other pollutants. This first test was done with copper, a potentially toxic heavy metal present in some water. And I didn't put it in the thing. They used oranges and grapefruit, I want to say.
1: How about the ugly fruit? A, A citrus sleeper for you? You mean the actual ugly fruit? Have you ever had that fruit? Yeah, you the, mean the actual fruit. Yes, the orange and grapefruit hybrid.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't remember having that.
1: Is it good? I ate it while I was watching uh, Techno Viking for the first time. So it's been a while. Do you think
2: anybody else can hear your refrigerator? No, man, just making get over a, it.
1: Making a high-pitched squeal.
2: <laughs> you just that's just life for you, man. It's just no one hears it, but you like Tonight draw is attention the night. to shit that no one Tonight can hear. Tonight is the night.
1: Tonight is the, the night. night. Man, I've been enjoying that Old Gay Scores on uh, Oh, well, that's a good one. That's just that's, volume one. That is good stuff. There are so many volumes to come. Y'all, how do you How do you get that? How do you hear that, Mark? It's on Patreon. Uh, it's can a, anyone it's go to a, Patreon? It's a universe?
2: reward for our patrons. Yep, $4 a month. Oh, a dollar a month is fine, but yeah, you don't get
1: that. For $4 a month, you get the bonus material, which is episode 111, Spring Breakers. Yep. Up there now, and then you also get the Old Gay Scores volume one. Do you have a We Are Watching queue for me? I need it right now. There it goes.
2: The fear and horror... What? Oh, vaccines. Okay. (laughs) Nice nice segue. We're here to plug a book, The Vaccine Race, How Scientists Used Human Cells to Combat Killer Viruses, Meredith Wadman Doubleday. But this, however, I think this is a... Is this a baluth? No, this is a new scientist. The fear and horror these diseases cause... What? What diseases? Don't know. Let's go with measles. Bang up job. Mumps. Perhaps a little rubella. Uh, It's a fading memory. And despite the fact that vaccines work, the skeptics are gaining ground. So ridiculous. Their claims given credence by a handful of Hollywood stars and now by U.S. President Donald Trump. All the smartest people. So if you don't know... Vaccination is based on the, on the principle developed by Edward Jenner in 1796. Is he related to Ki- Kylie? Caitlyn. Or Caitlyn. 1796, he's the, yeah, he's the original Kardashian. Whereby the body's... No, wrong side of the family. Whereby the body's immune system, inoculated with a killed or weakened pathogen, naturally creates a protective response to the disease. You put a little bit of the bad in there, it's alive, and your body fights it off, and there you're fine. It's fucking
1: genius. Therefore, we one got one of the best r- things humanity's been managed to do. Look at you! I didn't know which way we were gonna go with this one. Really, I vaccinated my kids.
2: I did too. I wrote. Uh, I thought about it, but I did. Of course, I did. Oh yeah, I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um. Detailed and discursive, the vaccine race isn't an easy read, but among its detailed descriptions of cell preparation, discursive descriptions of the issues around abortion, and the story of the discovery that normal cells have a finite lifespan, there's plenty of ammunition for those arguing with family or Facebook friends who have swallowed the conspiracy theories of the anti-vax community.
1: Don't believe the hype. Okay. Um, a so this is, this is a we are watching clip because you mentioned Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. Okay. Clearing it up. Well, oh, he's shitting on science, as we're going to really hear later. He's skull-fucking science, dude. He doesn't give a fuck. Hey, you know what we've talked about on this podcast before? Nope. Fecal transplants? No. That's, that's, that... that's where you take a very healthy person's shit and you put it in your own ass to try and put it to work. To kind of rebuild your gut biome from the back There end. you go.
2: That's an important part. Yep. It's not just a fun party trick.
1: Well, I think we've always argued that it'd be a tough sell, right? How are you going to get people to buy poop, to insert poop, other people's poop? I don't think it's a tough sell. Well, your, your initial thing was like- I think like, you got you to
2: you get the famous poop. Yeah, what was your that. deal?
1: You wanted to know who's going to buy Taylor Swift's poop? It's like, you're going to pick a celebrity. Whose poop do you want? That's not whose poop you want. You don't want a celebrity's poop, though. That's what we've come to realize. You want the Chimane people's poop.
2: I don't even want their poop.
1: I want their poop. They're like ultra pure. You know whose poop you Very want? Very healthy. What? One of your kids. Oh, right, because it'll...
2: At home. You could just keep that at home. It's the same, it's a similar biome, but none of the bad shit going
1: wrong yet. Oh, yeah. I threw away a lot of poop, a lot of valuable poop then in the early, early years. <laughs> should have kept that. I could guess the, so. Put it in the freezer. Could have cultured those dipes. Pillified it. All right. So this is from the scientist? hmm This is some science. Some science designer fecal transplants are still coming that's me saying that oh, okay fecal transplants from human with irritable bowel syndrome and human? Go ahead. humans with irritable bowel syndrome and anxiety into anxiety. mice anxiety this is a weird quote you, you pulled weird quotes you're having trouble reading them yourself. Fecal transplants from humans with irritable bowel syndrome and anxiety into mice led mm-hmm. to similar symptoms and anxiety like behavior in the rodents re- researchers' report so that's like reverse vercal, fecal 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 what they did well they're like proving yeah bad fe- they, bad right, shit can fuck right. your shit up
2: they proved that they took some IBS they put it in some healthy mice and they got IBS but they also got anxiety <laughs>
1: So important, that The team next examined whether the anxiety-associated behaviors linked to IBS could also be transmitted to the mice via transplanted gut microbes. The researchers used two well-established tests to measure anxiety-like behaviors in the mice, the amount of time it took for the animal to step down from an elevated platform to explore its environment, and the time the animal spent in the dark versus exploring a well-lit chamber. What do you think of those tests? I don't know. Sounds like a... Is that...
2: That indicative of our anxiety, like a fear of I guess that's going outside, maybe.
1: Yeah, agoraphobia.
2: Yeah, fear of uh stepping down from an elevated platform. To ex- that's it. You don't know what it's like to be a mouse? Yep. It's a big deal. That's an all day thing. And what do you think? So so if they were anxious, they did they avoided the dark, probably, right?
1: I would think so. Yep. The unknown, Mark? I'm not afraid of that in the dark. All right. So this this is telling you that. I just thought it was interesting. The that science that, is still being conducted. Well, that's how they did it. They're still looking for angles. They want to sell this, this they, fecal transplant they, stuff.: They, What'd you
2: say? Ferricized? Fecalized. I they didn't say they that fecalized at all. these mice. <gasps> I'm sorry. What was my salmon plate? They fecalized these mice, yeah, and now they, everyone can smell it. Uh, how you did that. And they figured out they could give them IBS, and they could also give them anxiety. So you know there's a gut brain thing going on. Of course you do. They're coming. You get some of that Father John Misty feces. You get a little micro dose of LSD with that? (laughs) It comes along with. Who still shops at Whole Foods? Me,
1: sometimes. Uh Uh-oh. Sometimes. Fox News, huh?
2: Fox News. According to Barclays analysts, the organic purvey and supermarket chain has lost about 14 million of its customers over the last 18 months. The magnitude of the traffic declines is Staggering. Staggering. Said Barclays. Analysts also posit that many of those same customers are now getting their organic fix at a more conventional food store, namely Kroger. That's a lot of people. That is. 14 million? Yeah. I mean,
1: that's... That's like eight football fields. I heard the other
2: day that there's 75,000 jobs in the coal industry. That sounds like fake news. No, I heard that from a, you think that's fake a news? A coal miner? That's a lot of jobs in a dying industry. Well, that's, but that was the point. If we're going to bring, that's Trump now, we're going to bring back coal. But there's, only, there's not that many people doing it.
1: No one wants to go down in holes and die. But you take the entire coal community and you, uh, yeah, I don't know. Give them some healthy mice shit. 50 Some anxiety-free mouse poop. I wasn't going to go
2: there. Overall, no. Kroger charges about 15% less than Whole Foods, according to some study. Well, that's quite a bit less. Because of Kroger's recent push into the organic market, analysts believe that Kroger has become the direct recipient of Whole Foods' former business. It earned $16 billion in organic and natural sales over the past 12 months, while Whole Foods pulled in only $15.8 billion over that same time. Dang! Dang, bro. Tough to come back from that. I hope they do. I think I still have their stock. Full disclosure. You have Whole Foods stock? <laughs> I think at some point that happened. I'll have to look. It's in your portfolio. My
1: portfolio. Yeah. Well, this I read this article. This They said that they projected the, uh, these numbers to stabilize, like the losses to kind of even out. But where does that leave Whole Foods? Their 365 thing? Mm-hmm. Where is there a 365? Silver Lake. There's one. There's still just one? Uh, good question. They're opening a brand new location in Union Station. It's going to be a regional hub. Is that Whole Foods or 365? Whole Foods, baby. It's going to mm-hmm. have a tap room. See, they're going experiential. I think they know you got to. You can't just bring them in with the organic organics anymore. You got to bring them in with a whole raft of services. What, what are you doing? Nothing. You're trying to take a picture. Nope. Um. Yeah, you are.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, just a guy
1: shirtless. Hairless, doing, doing some work. <laughs>
3: doing some work.
1: People are eating more protein than they need, especially in wealthy regions. Huge fucking surprise on this infographic. that, though. Infographic. Oh, God.
2: You got the graphic. <laughs> good luck.
1: What do you mean, good luck?
2: I want just the tip. If you're, whenever you listen to this, get ready to meme it.
1: What do you mean this Josh one's...
2: is looking at a graph.
1: I am. I'm looking at data. Data visualization yep. here. That's broken down by country. I can figure that out. I don't see an average. I do see an an other It's throwing me a curveball. You got two metrics here. You got... uh, Where's the other? It's right there. It's right next to Middle East and North Africa. (laughs) Go ahead. So the breakdown here is like how much overall protein and then how much of it is animal-based and how much is plant-based. You know who's got the smartest diet? India, bro. There you go. They are right, just, just a hair above the average daily protein requirements. They're getting enough, but, and a, no, but not way too much. Like over 40 grams of it. I, I, I,
2: oh my God, that's It's the tigers of India.
1: Over 40 grams are, p- are plant-based, and then just... Heavy
2: know, on the plants, man. They got it dialed in. It's like
1: 10 grams might be about uh, animal-based. I
2: don't know if they're that healthy, though.
1: But then you look at, you move to us. we pigs in the Western world, U.S. and Canada... We're eating uh, about almost double the amount of protein we need. Well over half of it is coming from animal sources.
2: Way more than plant.
1: A mere like thirty grams. We have of the plant.
2: We have the lowest plant-based protein out of all of those everywhere.
1: Sure do. Silly. You know, it actually looks like China. Look at Middle East or Sub-Saharan Af. Or no, yeah, there you go. The Middle East has the highest. Amount of, that's because of all the floffles, probably. The chickpea, the mighty chickpea. What, am I wrong? No, we, I don't, I, who know knows? What, chickpeas I, I don't, have shitloads of protein. I'm, I'm a white man. Uh, So there you go. Way to go, U.S. Good job with that. Way to go, fucking paleo diet. I thought you might have butchered that more, but you didn't. Here's something from Cornell Food Lab. Sorry to disappoint you. Just the tip. This is the highly
2: controversial food lab
1: that does all these food behavior studies, but they're all in question. Yeah, the, the integral research like this. Slim diners are more likely to sit in a booth over a table. Huh. Wow. Well, research money well spent. Why do you think that is? Uh, probably because it's hard for like an overweight person to scooch into a booth. Because the booth is a fixed width. And if you don't fit in it, you're going to be embarrassed. But a chair you could pull out. Yeah, I mean, your, your belly's going to smash against the table. That's going to be embarrassing. On a booth. Yeah, and unless you're sitting on the outside, you could, if it's against a wall, you're going to have to, you might have to slide in. That's a lot of extra movement. More movement? Need more mobility? Yeah, but then you're going to get a big old fucking steak. It's America. It's not going to be plant-based. Got a new feature on the show for you. Oh, the Natch Jobs Board. Welcome. Um, we need a cue. No. No. Cuz this probably won't happen again. <laughs> Got a, a job listing though on Andrew Hudson's job list. A hat tip. Do you use that service? I get it. I don't use it. I'm I not check looking it sometimes. for jobs. Are you? I'm looking for freelance work
2: sometimes, baby. <sighs> don't call me baby. And what happened to uh, your Creative Commons Circle?
1: I don't know. They of, never have work for me. Of elite. <laughs> yeah. Although they called me while I was in Mexico. There was these urgent calls. They need I think at a I think they needed a UX Focused uh, content strategist. Uh, you, oh my God. I know. Could have been a whole new career trajectory Home for run me. run for you. But guess where it was like full time and it was not paying w- enough and it was in South Denver. Huh. Tech center. Mm. That ain't happening. This job though, this, this actually could fit my busy lifestyle.
2: Well, this comes to us from Faithful, Faithful Listener uh, and I remember, I'm not going to mention it. Remember what she did in one of our first episodes?
1: Didn't, well, didn't she get real stoned and drunk one time and, and <laughs> binge just, listen?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe this is, maybe this is the professional side. We're trying you're, to- you're not saying her name. Oh, yeah. It's just Chopette. Okay. So this is a part-time off-site job. Uh, you can be expected to make a <laughs> weekly check-in via phone or Skype with the other check-ins as needed. There's some on-site trainings at National Endowment for Financial Education Offices. So I guess that's where the job is. That's where the job is. See, I'm letting it leak out. N-E-F-E. Uh, And that's just to kick off individual projects And you know potential occasional in-person meetings If needed You're going to cap out at about 18 hours a week Coffee This job starts in May And it's going to run all the way through December So this is going to carry you through 2017
2: Silent reflux
1: The pay Here's the good stuff Three grand a month For 18 hours a week That's That's not too bad Tomatoes What the fuck are you talking about? Invoices submitted by contractor monthly uh, for prior month's work. Required skills, Mark. What about the invoices? That might be a deal breaker. What would you say? Uh, you have to Never submit marked. them. Uh, Give required me some of the skills. skills. What do I need? Let's see if you've got these, Mark. Writing. Okay. Mm. Oh, Editing. Totally. Uh, AP style.
2: No, I hate that. Do you, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I know I- it, but I don't. Oh God, I don't. I don't subscribe.
1: Why? What don't you like about AP style? Ampersands. That is so stupid. <laughs> copy editing, you're you're kind of a half-ass copy editor. No, if God. I may speak freely, <laughs> What? SEO, you don't even believe in SEO. I don't. Proficiency in Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Where's Keynote? <laughs> <laughs> E-newsletter platforms. Hey, you are a Mailchimp whiz. My Emma, ah, yes. my Emma is a really lame. Is it? It sucks. I hope you're not using that over there at the. Uh, National Endowment for Financial Education. I hope that's a smokescreen. Nothing. Desired skills.
2: (laughs) It's a (laughs) smokescreen. Anybody who who applies and says I'm a Miami expert, out.
1: That's how I'd do it. (laughs) Uh, Desired skills. Familiarity with Basecamp project (laughs) management software. Basecamp. Biggie. But honestly, I mean. Right up there with Slack. If you can't figure out Slack and Basecamp in an afternoon, go back to bed. Social media marketing. Put on put on your robe. My my social media mavenly robe. Jesus. Uh, ooh, feels. Stop it! It's grazing my nipple. Uh, oh, educational writing, mm-hmm. online learning, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Graphic design. Ooh, you got all that stuff. I got all that stuff. All right, Mark. What's this it three grand a you. month? Yeah, for eighteen hours a week. You want to do the math on that? Uh. So so
2: full time be six grand a month, seventy two grand a year. We're doing fine. Patreon's it's fine. Yeah, I mean seriously, right? Yeah, I think we're doing pretty great. We got, we've developed the channel is there. We've got the bonus episodes going. We should just take a moment. Yeah,
1: I hope you're. Why don't you just sit down? (coughs) If you are a Patreon. Meaning a patron of us on Patreon. Meaning you go to patreon.com backslash Nash
2: 9000 and you support the show. Yep. Which you can do at a dollar or four dollars or forty dollars.
1: Yeah. I'd I know a few
2: people out there that should be at 40. I know a handful
1: that I'm wondering what's up. <laughs> but, you know, the four dollar ticket's the way to go. The that's where you get the stuff. You know, the one dollar we appreciate the hell out of, but at four dollars, you get stuff. That's when you get the oh, bonus. Hey, we're happy
2: for any of it,
1: but um, it just keeps us fueled and alive and going. For four
2: dollars, right. you're already gonna because we've already delivered on most of the rewards. The mm-hmm. music of old gay, old gay scores, is now available. It's it's ready to listen to, ready to stream. <laughs> it's hilarious. So, what did you, what did you grow up eating? Episode one hundred and eleven. It's still going. Is a bo- a bonus episode? Well, it's no, it's episode one hundred eleven, but it's for paid Treon's only, and it is up there. It's ready for you to go, ready for you to consume. It's there. Mm-hmm. The last thing we got to develop. So I guess if you're already patronizing us, those are there. Enjoy them. Dig in. We'll tell you how in a second. What's coming is the gift, the uh, welcome kit, the starflake and Snowdust TM welcome kit.
1: Yeah, it's a big one.
2: We got it. We we know what's going in it. We just now have to make it. Yep. It's it is it's going to be a doozy. It's, gonna it's be worth waiting stuff. for. It, I'll tell you what. Yeah. All right. Real quick, right? You want me to do these mechanics?
1: Yeah. Hey, right. it's Mark has done a deep, deep dive. The on best
2: way So what we're gonna do, we keep doing the show, right? They have numbers. This is one hundred and twelve.
1: When we make Oh, you're really gonna go that deep. Huh? <laughs> no,
2: I'm just saying I they can't figure that shit out. However, you're here in the show, if you're streaming it on SoundCloud, if you subscribe on iTunes, whatever, it's always gonna be in your feed. It's always there. Whenever we do one of these premium ones, there'll be a teaser for that in your feed. A little two-minute hit, let you know what happened. It's there. To consume the full richness of the premium content. Wow. You either. So you can get it all through Patreon, the website or their app. The
1: Patreon app is a platform unto it's itself. I like it. I'm, I'm, you can use it much like you'd use SoundCloud. You can just go. Well, like you, for instance, we support Chances with Wolves. Yes, we do. Uh, and they make these glorious mixes that are only for patrons, and you can just go right into Patreon and listen to them. You can stream it or download it. So much flexibility, online, offline. Oh my god! So whenever
2: there's a show, stream it inside Patreon, download it. You can also this grab, is this is the big one this here. Is
1: the mind this blows. Hope you're listening.
2: Go ahead. You go you go to Patreon.com/slash Natch9000. Yeah. I think it's the top right. I remember it being sidebar that. top right. Right side bar top. Special RSS link if you're a if you're a, a four Patreon. plus patron. Yep. And you take that RSS link, you put it in your i t your uh your iPhone podcast app. Yeah. You add a show and put that RSS in there, or you do an it in iTunes. Button. You hit the plus button, you paste in the link. Do it in iTunes, you got a whole new show you subscribe to with
1: all the premium content. And that's our that's the Natch Plus feed. Unbelievable. It's all got it. a special logo. All right, if anyone's still listening, uh we got some music for you. What? The, come on. That is the nuts and bolts of this operation. People nuts. are
2: fascinated by that. It's nuts. Like, what are these two guys doing? They're talking every week about kind of food eventually. How the hell do they get away with this shit? This is how we get away with it. All
1: right. You done? We've built the platform. No, we didn't. We're using a platform. Well, we've built our own. We've manipulated the platform <laughs> yes. to suit our what needs. What do you call that
2: kind of software that ties into API?
1: Okay. Okay. Um, great band for you here steady holiday and
2: what jeez last
1: just last thing
2: what because i'm excited because i know that we did the bonus the uh, episode 111 uh-huh. spring breakers it's, it's the debut of shoulder season into the natch universe i That's
1: don't think true you i think we back in the day we had some shoulder season did we well i don't know. remember when there was that ill-advised period where you thought you like <laughs> could rap and you kept making no. all those little hip-hop beats
3: <laughs> that was not me
1: that was absolutely you. You were like convinced that you, that you were going
2: to be a rapper. You started doing that. That was a joke. I wasn't convinced I was going to be a rapper. You seemed pretty convinced at the time. No, we did three or four of those. They were great. Hey, I'm bringing back the Seeger. I'm working on Night moves another, right now. Another
1: uh, uh, dubious addition. Crowd favorite. I have the tweets to prove it. If by crowd you mean one person. Uh, it's enough. Okay. Um, Can I shoulder talk? season. My musical alter ego provides the um, ambient musical backdrop to the the whole episode. It's It's like a a blanket that you're sitting on, on the beach. proceed. Steady Holiday. This is the solo project of, I'm assuming it's Dre Babinski. So she's got a new EP out called Terror. Um, Each song is dealing with new reality in different ways. Has
2: she seen you in that robe? No, she she doesn't
1: know me. Um, but here's the deal. You got to remember, I, I shared the video for the song with you. That terror video where the lady finds that weird creature in her I'm couch. I was looking
2: at the tattoos on your chest. I'm mesmerized.
1: You're not going to play along here?
2: It's so clear because there's no hair.
1: All right. Here's the deal. We'll Go put, ahead.
2: What? Play along with what?
1: We'll put the link to the video to the song in the Google Doc because it's fucking crazy. You saw the video. Remember the lady pulls that thing out of the couch? Creepy dolls. Yeah. Oh, I so see the you doll merchant th- that you want to get that Google Doc? You text the SoundHawk, 303-548-6877. Uh, now get get yourselves, get your little buns ready for, hmm. for terror. you Natch episode 112 Chill Gorillas That was Steady Holiday with That was fun The title track from her new EP Terror Gotta go check out that video though
2: I got a fun one too That I want you to hear
1: No let's move on with the show No one wants to hear half ass music Through some Busted Yeah we get it man You're gonna sing Night Moves it's fantastic. You're gonna love that. That's a fun song. Yeah. Okay. For new listeners to the show, a too tall. Once on, once a while ago, Mark uh, did some karaoke Seeger to open the show. What was the song? Turn the page, man. Turn the page. Really no. offended a lot of people. <laughs> oh, no, it did. Probably sent our listenership into a tailspin. Hey, if they can't, but but one listener, one lone listener. Love that performance and has asked for more. So uh, brace yourself. No, yourselves. there were
2: several. I remember there were several people that came out of the woodwork, some known, some not known, that were like, love it, nice. I that think
1: kind of you're thinking, you're thinking of the uh, Eclipse of the Heart duet. Oh, that one we know. No, that was Monsieur Delorne. Yeah, everyone loved that. Come on. Uh, episode 60, Turn the Page. Yeah, go check that out. Hey, you can put that in the newsletter, Mark. What do you think about that? Put it in the newsletter. Well, you always you always include one from the vaults. Oh, from the vaults. <clears> put <throat> it in turn the page. Okay, I'll do that. Or you could save it for when you actually have your big. I'll say your big Bob Seger moment. <laughs>
2: I remember doing this outside on your porch, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Kermit the Frog doing Seger. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You're we welcome. got a show to do, Mark. Food news eventually. Food news eventually. You're up first. This is your your big article food here. Food
2: news. The news in the food is that the food is the same fucking shit. We think fresh is best, but to fight food waste, we need to think again. Tamar Hespel. Oh Tamar. Wash Tamar,
1: Poe. loving a hell elevator, Haspel. Loving her, man. This is a great article. This is? No. We should have we get her on the show. What are do we doing? I don't know, man. When you Oh, Oh, see, I'm the one, I'm actually trying to book guests. Yeah, you are, all right. I was too busy strategizing. Too busy
2: (laughs) attempting to- The
1: Patreon launch. Attempting to record a Bob Seger cover. Oh, that is hard. The chords are fine. Capo, first fret. Yeah, it's
2: it's, it's, his cadence, his timing. It's unique. It's unique. There's no argument about a just-picked tomato or a just-caught striped bass. Those are the tastes that drive me to grow tomatoes and catch fish. But most tomatoes and fish don't come to us just picked or just caught. They come to us after having been picked or caught, packed and shipped, warehoused and displayed. Because fresh signifies perishable, especially when it comes to produce and seafood. There's a lot of waste in that system.
1: A lot of waste, it turns out. 40% of all food ends up in the trash. That is a crime against humanity. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You think that's funny? No. It's it's funny the way you said it. (laughs) What do you mean? There's like people starving. We'll get to that in a minute. You're in
2: a freaking silk robe leaning into a microphone. It's a crime against humanity. I'll say it once, I'll say it again. Okay, sorry if you're not ready for the truth. Over 50% of fruits and vegetables go uneaten. That too. It's a (laughs) crime. Crime against humanity. 43% of food waste occurs in our own homes. Bringing the... The Holocaust home.
1: What? <laughs> the food Holocaust. Oh, yeah, I thought you just, all right.
2: Produce, that's our most wasteful item. Seafood, second place. But that tends to happen more at retail, less inside the home.
1: Okay.
2: Ready for some solutions? When was the last time you threw out fresh produce that moldered in your crisper?
1: I wasn't aware of the word moldered. Or probably the word crisper. Well, this is Tamar British? Interesting question. Tamar,
2: are you British? And are we saying your name anywhere near correctly? Is it Tamar? Tamar. Tamar. Don't know. Okay. If you're like most people, it was recently. I am shamed every time the greens get slimy or the broccoli goes limp. Damn it, me too. Veggie farts. Crime against humanity, man. And when was the last time you threw out frozen produce? You probably have. I know there's some freezer-burned sweet corn in my compost, but probably not nearly as often as fresh. You freeze it, you can it. Okay. You save the world. That's it. You can control the logistics of farming better. Like you know, it does. It's not as finicky. So you can set up the machines and know when they're going to receive the harvest. You're going to chop it up and blanch it. So it doesn't matter if it's a little bit ugly.
1: Those seem like two totally different things. What? Knowing the harvest, what did you say? That's I'm not saying, a consumer end what? solution. No, that's not a consumer. That's no, I'm you're just saying just, you're blending them together. It's I'm like saying you can, that you could time the harvest and then you can chop it up and blanch it in your own. <laughs> no, home. Well, that's no. This is all the production
2: side. Oh, <laughs> how it gets into the package to be frozen. Oh, is more tightly controlled, so they can do it at scale and cheaper and all that. But then, yeah, well, before they do all that, they chop it up and blanch it. Oh, so it doesn't matter if it's ugly. And apparently, according to Tamar, it's a wash nutritionally. You lose, a, you know, if it's fresh, there's some extra nutrition, but uh, I can't remember why it was, it was a wash.
1: It's why a real man eats fucking still-beating beef heart. Oh, Jesus.
2: Now, why on earth would the fish market take... Here's, a, here's, a, here's a low-hanging fruit. She's like, why are we doing this stupid shit? Why would you go to the, at the fish market, you take a frozen product that's only moderately perishable... And then you turn it in one that's extremely perishable. You put it fresh in your... It's been frozen. You defrost it, stick it in the display, and try to sell it fresh. Leave the shit frozen. Yeah. (sighs) Even if our rational brain knows it used to be frozen, our reptile brain still thinks it's more appealing in its thawed state. It's a I'm a reptile not, brain that's going to get us killed. Man. Well, that's is the whole point of fresh. It's like nice, like God, nature. It's like natural. It's like that's the way I want it fresh. I don't want it all frozen. I'm not going to plug canned vegetables. Is this you talking or her? <laughs> this is her. Because other than tomatoes, which are a kitchen staple, I find very few that I'm willing to put on my table. Here, she's talking to you as a chef, a cook. Yeah, no, I've, cook. I've heard that from chefs, Mark, firsthand. Although I, I'm going to. I said it once. I'm going to say it again. Although I know people who grew up with them and actually enjoy them, and power to you. But I'm a big fan of frozen vegetables and fruit, not just because they reduce food waste. Some vegetables, such as peas and corn, are often better than what you find fresh.
1: It's true. You throw in the frozen peas or the frozen veg- or corns into your concoction into your succotash. And the frozen corns. Yeah, right towards the end, and that way they they just get warmed up a little bit. They don't. They still say they stay crisp. Hmm because that little bit of extra frozenness in the corns. Frozen kales, frozen corns. Frozen vegetables.
2: Some, some, okay, never mind. uh, Starchy vegetables freeze well, because they have a little water content. Other than kale and collards are pretty close seconds. She's found a brand of baby Brussels sprouts that don't get all mushy when she microwaves them.
1: What are you microwaving Brussels sprouts for, Tamar? (laughs) Yeah, just cook them. Just roast them shits. Yep. Or you can get a microplane and shave them and eat them raw. I'm serious. Put them in your morning oats. I'll tell you what though. I, that's the, I, I kind of already snacks do this on frozen cherries right out of the freezer. If I have a box or a bag of lettuces in the fridge, that's starting to spoil. What, what are you doing? Adding S's to everything. I put them in a, in freezer bags and then I freeze them. And then you can use them in like uh, smoothies and stuff. Frozen, frozen, frozen spinach leaves. If if you're going to make a smoothie, you don't need fresh fruit. No. Or fresh vegetables. In fact, do the same thing. If you bought some nanners and they're starting to go brown.
2: No, I know what I'd do with that. I'd make bitman and bread.
1: You slice them up and you throw them in a freezer bag, put them in the freezer. You can even individually wrap them, you know, and then you got a single serving bit of frozen banana for your smoothie. You throw the frozen banana in with the frozen spinach, some waters. Jesus Christ. (laughs) A squirt of honey. Honeys? Some honeys? That's all me. the honeys are going to come. That's me. For that milkshake. You know what I'm saying? In the yard. Little life pro tip right there. Don't be so afraid of frozen. Hey, wait. You left something out.
2: I did? Uh. No, I didn't.
1: I always have I'm frozen done. cherries in the house because I snack on them right out of the freezer. Yeah, I said that. No, you didn't? Yeah, I, I did. I think I interrupted you before you, you got to You're talking over me. Oh, all right.
2: You're adjusting the uh, nipple to robe contact situation. Look at
1: that. Just, <laughs> half, just half a nipple peeking out. Uh, so I was talking about crimes against humanity, and you were laughing as I was saying that people were starving in other parts of the world. You said You thought once. that was hilarious. You'll say it again. So check this out. A tech company hopes these edible drones...
2: What's the f- okay, well, will help to-
1: end world hunger. I'm calling a new food trend. We're trying to edibilize everything. I know, we already robots. talked about edible robots. Now we got edible drones by Brent Crane. This is a Munchies article, so you know it's well-researched. Salami is, according to British drone manufacturers, Wind Horse Aerospace, quote... What is this, a, a casino? Don't fuck with my intro. A casino up in uh, Blackhawk? <laughs> does sound like a wind horse. Uh, Salami is physically strong with good tensile strength and flexibility, which makes it a good option for landing gear. Uh, what? What's going on, Windhorse?
2: Yeah, what is going Let on? Let me
1: tell you, the firm is currently developing what would seem to be the worst, the world's first. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Ferdian slip, the world's first edible drone. H- honeycomb and compressed vegetables are other proposed materials for your, the prototype. Your cadence is so weird. Maybe that's why we do this every week, just to see
2: what's going to happen
1: with you. My case was fine. Honeycomb and compressed vegetables no, you were like and the fir- other or other proposed materials Listen for to the, the prototype. The firm is currently developing what would seem to be the world's first edible drone. I didn't say it like that. Yeah, you did. The Pouncer, <laughs> as the drone is called, well, it will be up to nine feet in wingspan. Jesus, that is a big drone a made big, of salami. Uh, yeah, a big salami honeycomb <laughs> vegetable drone. That's going to land places and pick up a bunch of dirt. <laughs> If you're starving, you, a little dirt don't hurt, Mark. Come on. Wow. Well, it's going to be used chiefly for. My, my head hu-
2: of Father John Misty feces.
1: Humanitarian purposes. That's why my cadence is fucked because you're always interrupting me as oh, I'm trying to read. Probably. Uh, delivering and ultimately serving itself as food aid. Okay. It's good. expected to bring food into such famine stricken nations as Somalia, Yemen, Nigeria, and Sudan by the end of the year. Windhorse chairman and founder Nigel Gifford. Nigel? He's, told got, a, he's the, got a crisper. Told the Financial Times earlier this month, those countries are currently facing what a senior UN official described recently as the gravest food crisis since World War II's.
2: Absolutely. And a quick shout out for Good Spread Peanut Butter. Get on there and give some money to their Indiegogo campaign, I think.
1: Oh, are they trying to feed? Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, they know about this plight.
1: That seems a little more reasonable than a food-based drone, but the fuck do I know?
2: Yeah, give them the real therapeutic nut butter solution. Get them the manna,
1: man. Manna. How about a mana plane, a mana drone? Come on, Windhorse. I just don't see, yeah, okay. Quit fixing your slots. But something about the digestible nature of Windhorse's drone did not sit right with Save the Children's chief executive Ken Watkins, Kevin Watkins, (coughs) who had just returned from Somalia and had nothing good to say about the comestible flyer. Whoa. This This is someone who's come up with a crackpot idea based on the assumption that technology can solve all problems. He told Financial Times, adding that drones are, quote, good at killing people and blowing things up. They are absolutely absolutely irrelevant for resolving acute hunger. Oh, damn. See, I think the, the answer lies somewhere in between. I don't think you need to make an edible drone. Right. You need to make a cheap, lightweight drone. To deliver the manna. That can carry the manna. Jesus, people. And then all you need is a little chute that opens up out the, out the tail. Little jars of good spread just come rolling out. Good, sp- well, of the mana. They're, they're giving the mana to them. No, you've got to brand that shit. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't right. matter where you're sending it. You- branding is key. Yep. Yep. Marketing Maven. But uh, yeah, man, Car do that. like blue silk robe. The thing doesn't even need to land. You could just, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's the deal with these drones? Like when you fly one, is it, is it supposed to be disposable? Does it come back and
1: you can use it again? I think if you land it, maybe it's hard to launch it again. Really? They're not like Harrier jets. S- Single-use drone? Well, no, I mean... What is Amazon doing? Are they making drones that
2: drop a package off and then just blow up? I
1: guess those ones are like helicopter drones, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot. You didn't see the prototype of this drone. It looks more like an airplane-style drone. What the fuck? There's different kinds of drones. Switch over. Look at the military-grade drones that are shooting peoples. Those ones usually look more like airplanes. Okay, okay. So I'm saying like one of those... We, l-
2: are, uh, we are quite popular in the drone community on Instagram. So we, we are,
1: but one of these drones, if, if an airplane style drone lands... This is great for It's the- not like someone could say, oh, thank you for the food and then just throw it like a paper airplane and it'll take off again. It requires a special launch capability, I think.
2: We're going to need to take this to the drone Reddit board.
1: We're going to get some answers.
2: Are there two styles of drone? The copter versus the plane? There are now. And is one disposable, more disposable than the other? And how many of them are made of salami and
1: honeycomb? These and other questions. But you know what? I, that one point that the guy made, Kevin, about this just being another case of I sympathize of like, with
2: him. He's, he's probably he's like- just saying
1: like people- Acute that, hunger, we need to get him the manna. But it's also, it is that annoying thing where like people who are so into technology just assume it's the, the answer for everything. Exactly. Because I think when you are co- acutely malnourished, you need like a
2: two-week course of that- peanut butter on steroids. Yeah, you don't need a, a wing made of salami. You don't need a quick drop-off of salami and then it's out. Yeah, a wing made of salami. A nine-foot wing of salami. <laughs> <laughs> <That shit sighs>
1: all right, I got one more. We used to run into this all the time in the UX game, Mark. It's a tough game. It's like people just assume because they know about experience design that the Glitter they,
2: in the eyes for technology. That
1: they can just find any problem and solve it and it's going to be a big hit. <laughs> Every product's going to be like, it's like Uber, but for- Salami Drones. I don't know. No, you don't. I need a cue. Boom. How about now? Boom. It's
3: the
1: full one. It's a big one. Who's watching? We're watching. I love it when we
2: get the full one. Is that just, we always get, uh, I watched Alec Jones give his viewers health advice. Here's what I learned. Julia Baluth. Well, Julia Baluth. F- Fox. Now, I'll, I'll admit. Alex Jones of The Clash? Yep. I'll admit that I'm not, I wasn't fully up to speed on Alex Jones and InfoWars and all of this mess. I read an article once in Esquire. Just not my scene. Not in my media diet. No? But I've learned a little bit now. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like it. All right, Mark. <clears throat> I watched more than six hours of the show. No, wait, this is you or Julia? This is Julia. It's a quote. And came. A, this is Infowars. And came away steeped in a dark view of the world. On Infowars, truth is provisional, science means nothing, and you can't trust anyone. Especially not your doctor, researchers, or experts of any kind. This is a parallel information universe with deep suspicions of the establishment and government agencies and a deep appreciation for the populist president, Donald Trump. Quote, Infowars makes Dr. Oz and the food babe seem benevolent. Wow. Boom done well according to Infowars, vaccines are just one part of a serious attack on our health we talked about that it's also happening with fluoridation of the water supply do you you won't remember this i had Ooh. what are you doing i had uh one of uh, our friend who's the stunt uh the uh the the the, the rabble rouser adam eidinger 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 you with me? Sort of. Maybe you don't know him. Works for Dr. Bronner's quite a bit. Oh, okay. Helps orchestrate some of their-
1: Weren't you trying to get a hold of him once to public pitch, displays pitch to him and he was in jail?
2: Activism. He's a he's a jail guy, yep. yep. I asked him, like, what's next? We're all, we freaked out about GMOs. We freaked about all this stuff. And he was like, fluoride in the water.
1: Hey, I saw that on a, on a cardboard sign. Did. Cardboard sign taped to a lamp pole up uh, off Quebec and 26th. So take the fluoride out of our water. I don't know. I kinda like the fluoride though. Look okay. at Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've seen the teeth in Britain. You that's my point. Wait, but he's saying we're I've seen the
2: teeth a lot in Britain because I enjoy watching the great British baking show with the kids, and it's a lot of fun and we enjoy it, but their teeth are not
1: good. So wait, he was they saying, get all close he, he's up saying, on them and
2: like these are just everyday people doing a reality baking show
1: and they're like smiling. And it's like oh I was only listening to half of what you said. You were saying that Adam Einiger's like the next big controversy is going to be fluoride in the water. Oh, well, he thought that would be a, one that would get attacked more vociferously. Oh, by, oh, by like the, the wing nuts
2: by the natural food. Oh, by world.
1: the natural. F- oh, I thought you meant by the Alex Jones.
2: No, not by the Alex Jones, by the, by but, the, but isn't that interesting? By the anti
1: Alex Jones. <laughs> isn't that interesting where they meet similar terrain? Don't oh, that, Mark. You've drawn a new conclusion. The fringes on both sides. That's insight right there, baby. Uh, what else? GMOs,
2: Chemicals in the environment, medications prescribed by doctors. More recently, <laughs> Infowars has aired segments about another health problem you've probably never heard of—a Quote, a rarely discussed fungus epidemic mm. that is spreading throughout America. Sounds gross. Now, that is gross. If if what is they mean is the fungus called Donald Trump. If what they're re- essentially, if what they're talking about essentially is like a candida, like a yeast problem. Yeah. People sometimes think that's a thing and it's inf- inflammatory and you're carrying around more than you should, but it's okay because they have supplements to fix this. They're selling them. Uh, the idea that fungus and yeast overgrowth is causing everything from brain tumors and brain fog to skin conditions, itching, difficulty with vision, anxiety, fatigue, and the obesity epidemic, not to worry, they are peddling supplements called ZX to fight an epidemic they've invented. They claim the pills cleanse the body and boost the immune system to fight fungal overgrowth. Wait, Alex
1: it? Jones is selling supplements. Yeah, have you seen him? Yeah, he's like he gets all bright red and angry.
2: Yeah, and and we're gonna get somebody's gonna sniff this out and come after us now
1: for his, calling him bright his, red his, and angry.
2: His legions of trolls. Yeah, he's he's like a troll king. the The PizzaGate thing, I think, kind of mostly came out of him. And he's he's uh, it's concerning. A quote: "It's concerning in part because of the right wing media's growing influence over the GOP." Infowars frequently calls on Trump to enact policy based on conspiracy theories. Sign an executive order to take fluoride out of the water.
1: Recently said on the show. Full circle, Mark. Is that why you leaked the fluoride thing earlier? Maybe. Are you a professional? (laughs) No. No, clearly not. (laughs) Clearly not. I don't know. I don't know that
2: guy. I'm not going to watch his show. I don't believe that they are running a child pornography ring out of the pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C., uh, yeah, I'm not I don't sure believe that, that the Clintons thing. or Podesta is involved. Probably not. Um, I don't believe we have a fungus epidemic.
1: No, not really. Let's hmm. have fun, though. Fun? Fungus? Fun guy? Come on.
2: You're done. Look at
1: <laughs> Oh man! What? Episode one hundred and twelve, Natch Food News Eventually Podcast. Chill, gorillas. You said I could close it. Oh, go ahead. You do it See No, what? you
2: just no, jump you said right I want in to there.
1: hear what you said. I just, you just uh, said you, close you it. You
2: just said everything I was going to say. Well, let's hear how you'd say it. Episode 112. Not a lot of verve. 303 548 6877. Come back for 113. Right. Text the out, huh? Check us out on Patreon, online, and various web platforms.
0: Mm. <laughs>